Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. And of course, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving up here in Canada. Welcome to episode 67 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from Virginia as Taylor Williams takes home the weekly honors. Taylor hit 444 with three doubles and five RBIs this past weekend at the USA Softball Gold National Qualifiers in Richmond, Virginia, while playing for the Lady Lightning Gold Nova 16s. Great job, Taylor. Best of luck the rest of the season. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with the host of this podcast, me. <laughs> I was somewhat reluctant to do it at first because, you know, I, I really haven't had a story career like pretty much all of the past guests we've had on here. But, you know, I figured, why not? Let's give our listeners a good laugh as uh, Hopi switch over to the, to the hosting duties and talks to me about everything from getting my start in the game to my weird, odd jobs I've had to my one semester at Dalhousie University. <laughs> oh, and we talked about the, the game a little as well. I hope everyone enjoys this random interview because I had a blast doing it. So grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. Ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. <laughs> Hi, Dick. How are you? Good. How's it going, man? Good, buddy. Good. Good. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, a little different one today, but uh, yeah, we'll, we're, car- uh, we'll carry on like it's usual action here. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're interviewing you today, Randy. Yeah. Um, it was. Uh, I don't asked know why, by, but well, it was asked by many guys uh, that represent our league and what have you that uh, you know we haven't had you on to hear your illustrious career <laughs> and talk about fucking two thousand nine for the three hundredth time. Um. Yeah, so I think it'll be fun. We'll we'll play it just to interact with oh, like yeah. you and I, and uh, the and also, I mean, we have lots of good guests lined up, and we just wanted to throw this one in here just to kind of get you mm. to tell your story. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Just a normal chat between you and I. I mean, absolutely, much it's kind of what we do. <laughs> the way you bullshit to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, there's I gotta some. I gotta tell you a little funny story. So, all right. my wife uh, was invited to the Coldstream um, going away party for one of their one of their employees, Ryan, I believe is her name or something like that. Yeah. So anyway, I get up there and my wife introduces me to your stepmom, 
who I I've never met in my life, yeah. and she she walks up. She I said hi, I'm Chris Hopel. She goes, oh, I know who you are. I said, oh, well, it's nice to meet you. I said, I do the podcast with Rain. She goes, are you the one that swears all the time? I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. She sent me a text right after oh, you did, did that night. Yeah, She's yeah. like, this is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though, she had nothing but high praise about you. Oh well, yeah, that, she's hey, a very nice lady. That's what moms yeah. do. She must have been hammered on the cold streams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. we get the. That's the great thing about the. My stepmom is, I get get some cold stream out of her and and it's so good. I have three women out of my house. That's right. Yeah. Cold cold stream. Props. Cold stream. Cold stream. stream. (laughs) Yeah. So we, uh, you got to see some league action last night. I did. Yeah. I watched uh, game one and two of the semifinal between Halifax and Canada games. Mm -hmm. Uh, And hats off to Brody Frazier for coming back after, I guess, what we had talked about in our last podcast that you and I did together. Mm -hmm. Brody got hit in the face. and. Very serious accent, of course, but Brody came out last night and uh, pitched a three-hit, fifteen strikeout, three-one loss. Unfortunately, yeah. Yep. Uh, Craig Manuel, that old fine wine. He, <laughs> I know, man. He's just out there frigging flexing his muscles and just yeah. throwing BBs. Was it tons of changeups? Didn't play the first half of the season because he yeah. didn't. Well, he retired he for the fourteenth time. Yeah, yeah. And he came back because he was tired of seeing all the stuff on social media. He's That's like, right. Oh, I gotta get yeah. back. And, yeah. Hey. Man, he's such a beauty, man. Oh, yeah. Unreal. He's one of my yep. favorite guys in the league for 100%. sure. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, and then uh, the second game, Canada Games uh, lost pretty handily to uh, to Halifax. Halifax is really hitting the ball. So I'm, I'm very... Uh, hey, I'm I know excited. I know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the final, uh, which starts uh, Thursday, October, whatever today Tomorrow. is. Yeah, I know. Tomorrow. With, uh, October 6th. Yep. 7th, sorry. And uh, it'll be Brookfield versus Halifax. So it should be good. Should be good. I'm yep. actually, uh, I'm doing the plate first game tomorrow night. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I'm up to the big leagues now. Get to uh, call a little bit of Scofe action. Yeah. Did I tell? So last week, Scofe pitched a perfect game. Right. Against uh, Shuby in, mm-hmm. in the semifinal. And uh, he had 19 strikeouts. I was doing the plate that game, and I knew coming into the sixth inning that he had a perfect game going. Oh, I never knew so, this. Yeah. So, Scofe, a couple times in the game, I think actually only three times in the game, he got to three, two counts on batters. Hmm. I think two of them were fifth inning, sixth inning. Really? And I'm like, shit, please throw a fucking strike <laughs> yeah. or please swing at it. Yeah. Because I don't want to call something that's close, and but it is a ball yeah. and ruin, ruin his perfect game. game. I mean, it's not on me. It's on no, him, no, obviously. No, exactly. But at the same time, I was feeling like, man, come yeah. on. But he was throwing BBs. His ball was moving in the zone. It was like, it was crazy. Awesome. Yeah. It was great. It was good. See, he had a little bit of time off. He did. Yeah. That was yeah. the thing. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think his body was taking a toll. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Scope, I know you're hearing this and I'm right. just saying it. So. You're a beauty scope. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, you're right. It's it should be a good good final. You know, yeah. Halifax keeps on the ball like they are. I mean, yeah. it should be a really good final. So uh, yeah. anybody that's listening, what's today would be the Monday. So Tuesday is going to be game three at least for sure. That's correct in Lance. In Lance. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to see some good action, come on down to Peter Smith Memorial. Yeah. Catch a flight from New Zealand or wherever you're coming from, and <laughs> we'll see you there. We'll see you there. Yeah, because yeah, it's so easy to travel back and forth from New Zealand, exactly. Australia, and Argentina, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just come, yeah. just come on over. Hey, uh, congratulations being sent out to who? Three Cheers Pub. Three Cheers Pub. Yeah, that's right. Congratulations oh, no. to the boys over there. Yeah, capturing big, the senior league. Big win. Yeah. Also, you got about 45 awards, yeah, I think. While she, while she cleaned her up, <laughs> all the boys, uh, Hilly, yeah. all them. Yeah. Congrats, fellas. Yeah. It's nice to see. Yeah. I see that we were talking right before we went on. The intermediate league's still going on over there. So yeah. they'll be playing in minus two degree weather here. Yeah. You know, our guys soon. complained last night, uh, you know, for the second game. As soon as the sun goes down, it gets really cold. Yeah. And yeah. it was probably, you know, five, six degrees. It's still 
playable. Yeah. And they're complaining about it. I'm thinking, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> In Newfoundland? Yeah. It's got to be colder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your under, your under gear is uh, parka. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the time I wore my jeans under my pants in Charlottetown. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. <right>. Anyway. <laughs> All right, man. All right, well, let's get to our guest. Uh, to I, our... I just got to go see if I can find him. I'm um, right here. Okay. Okay, buddy. Yeah. This, this Good luck be, today. This should be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. I'm excited. Try to keep your swearing down. Okay. And don't forget, I'm the host today. Right. All right. You get to touch all the buttons. <laughs> Can I touch one right now? Yeah, okay. I won't. Okay. All right. Cheers. <laughs> what What do I hit? <laughs> Yo. And we're back. <laughs> Randy, hey. welcome to the podcast. Thanks, man. Yes. <laughs> I, oh, I'm unplugged here. I'm oh, already making an idiot of myself. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, yeah. Randy Frame. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks uh, for having you. I just I just said uh, I'm sitting here with my laptop open in front of me. And not a thing on it. Not a thing on it because I'm used to doing it when we have guests. Yeah, with exactly. All the information. So. And I usually have nothing, just my swear words. <laughs> and you have a laptop. And I do, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, you know, Randy, uh, first of all, I, I guess I will start with thanking you for doing this because I know that our, all of our guests, when they come on, they thank us for it, obviously, mm-hmm. but without you coming up with the idea to start this, this wouldn't be going. So I do want to say hats off to you for that. And I, I love doing this with you mm-hmm. and I hope that we can do it for a long time. You know, two <laughs> things, it gets me out of the house. <laughs> and the second thing is we talk about the, the sport that we love exactly. and, and we truly do love it. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Right okay. So we're going to start today's episode with quick pitches quick pitches i'm nervous i'm allowed to hit the buttons <laughs> <laughs> all right randy so uh, first on. question yep. if someone asked to be your apprentice and learn all that you know what would you teach them it's got to be something there about condoms i know it. <laughs> how, to, uh, how to survive and not sleep on di- in ditches <laughs> right. yeah oh man what about losing your glasses losing gla- oh man there's so much so your apprentice <laughs> i've gone <laughs> i've gone through so much in my life that uh my apprentice would come out on the other side probably being able to do a lot of stuff that they didn't know they could do <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair okay what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to as opposed to what I don't do. Now. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking big wheel sports. Well, I would say probably hockey. Yeah. Because I mean, if if you're intoxicated playing hockey, <laughs> you could get in some real trouble there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we I've used witnessed to, it. We used to go on the like in Brookfield. We had free ice all the time, right? Yeah. Like days, like nights. Friday or Saturday night when everything was done, we could go on free ice. Well, a couple times there, my grade 11, 12 years, yeah. you know, Friday, Saturday night, you, you're having some, some pops and stuff. Yeah. And well, you were 22 in grade 11, but yeah, anyway, yeah. Good point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, couple of times went on there and, oh, definitely shouldn't have put the skates on. Yeah. Couple, uh, I know I can remember one time that, uh, yeah, lost my wheels there and landed straight on my tailbone. And I yeah. was like, Stupid idea. Though. It hurt at the time, like yeah. really bad. When yeah. I woke up the next morning, yeah. I couldn't walk. Yeah. Dumb idea. Yeah. Something that you wouldn't do again. Nope. Okay. Good. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in someone else's home? <laughs> Freak man. <laughs> Come on. You make up these fucking <laughs> stupid questions. So <laughs> The weirdest thing I've seen in somebody's home. Yeah. Man. You're going to have to edit this. I'm going to have to edit bullshit. this one because 
The clock is ticking. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. That Lego bin behind you in my own house here? So you've never gone to someone's home. I can tell you a story. Brent McDonough works for Bell Alliance. Yeah. He walked into a house and he had to install Wi-Fi into the person's home. So they put the boxes in the different rooms. Yeah. He opened up the bedroom. There was a sex swing hanging from the room. <laughs> and then a bunch of like leather and chains and all. He said it was fucking crazy. It was just like a Pulp Fiction for Christ's sakes. He walked out of there with a pool ball stuck in his mouth. <laughs> oh, well, man, I can't top that story from Brent. Oh, <laughs> no, geez. anyway. Okay, I'll answer that Let's one for move you. on. Okay. What is the most embarrassing thing you have ever worn ever worn oh that's easy freaking full-fledged dress for my uh tro bearcats rookie initiation for junior a <laughs> nice that's fun we had to walk through the mall <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> uh what's the most ridiculous fact that you might know oh man i know so many ridiculous sports let me facts. hear it let me hear it you got to remember what I'm asking you these questions. You're asking our guests these questions and they're probably thinking the same goddamn thing. Yeah. Now that you're saying it to me, it's, it's really difficult, hard. isn't it? Yeah. Man, I'm going to tone down on these uh, questions for on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hit the button. Uh, I don't know. Most ridiculous. I don't know if it's most ridiculous, but I mean, that's the stat about the, the Gretzky brothers being the, Top, top scoring brother duo of all time in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> True story. <laughs> because Brent's got five points or something like that. Yeah. And, and Wayne's got the rest of them. But that's the, crazy. Well, that's a, that's a crazy one. Yeah. That's good. Um, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest and why? A rooster definitely would be the rudest, why? man. Because they're dicks. <laughs> or a goose. Yeah. Fucking geese are, geese are, they're not nice. <laughs> okay. Well, your answers suck. Okay. So this last question I'm going to ask you, I know that every one of our friends know it. Easily every one of our friends know it. If you were held at gunpoint and told that if you didn't impress them with your dance moves, you would be killed. What dance moves would you bust out? <laughs> Michael Jackson thriller. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I had to ask that question. I've and known, you know all our buddies know that. One, I've you know. known the Michael Jackson thriller mm. dance since I've been six or seven years old, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, you pulled it off pulled about it. a month ago. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. I When we were in Fredericton, I I did. We were in the, the hotel room and yeah. and had a few drinks in me. And, yeah, I'd say. And uh, I told some of the younger guys there along with dudes and yeah. and I said, look, I can do it. And we pulled it up on the, on the screen and <laughs> here I, I had it behind me, but I was like, I was going motion for mo Well, <laughs> I never seen dudes laugh yeah. so hard. He, he like turned himself into an S on the bed. He was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was yeah. like, man, I thought it was impressive. Not funny. <laughs> so, that was funny, man. Oh yeah. Super funny. So anyway, no, that would be, that would definitely be it. All right. That's cool. Okay. Well, congratulations on the quick pitches questions. Those are hard. You, hey, uh, you failed. Do any of our guests that I've done that to so far? I apologize. I apologize. Hey, that's why every time we do it and I say, man, this is stupid. <laughs> that's why I say Got it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Randy. So something we do uh, with all of our guests is, uh, how about you tell us how you got the start, your start in the game? Well, I got my start. Oh, I would have been about six years old living in Stuyak. And uh, my dad was a catcher. So uh, Russell Stoddart was his pitcher. God love him. Yeah. Late Russell, Russell Stoddart of yep. Stuyak. Uh, anyway, I, of course, I was always at the ball field with them. And, and you know, seeing Russell pitch, I thought he was the uh, like, fastest thing I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in my life. Well, he was at that point, right? Yeah. And so anyway... Uh, I told dad, like, you know, I, I, I want to be a pitcher. 
So anyway, we dad and I would go out in the yard and we'd throw, of course. And then when I'd be at the ball field, I'd throw with dad. And Russell eventually would like start like, you know, showing me the mechanics of it and everything. Sure, sure. So that's basically how I got my start in pitching. Right. Was because of Russell Stoddard. Well, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I... I think I might have mentioned that in my last nationals there in Charlottetown in, in mm. an article I did. I, uh, the saltwater article. Yeah, yeah, I, did, I yeah. touched on on Russell there yeah. being uh, being like pretty much how I learned to learn to pitch. But uh, so yeah, growing up in Stuyak, Stuyak didn't really have much of a minor ball system. Right. So, I mean, I I was playing there, but it was more or less t ball at that point. Okay. And then uh, I ended up, I was about eight or nine, and I moved in with my mom and my stepdad in yeah, Brookfield. Right. And, uh, they live right behind Elk Park. Yeah. Right beside the rink, right behind Elk Park. So pretty much as soon as I got there, you know, it doesn't take long to make friends in Brookfield. No, that's once, right. Once, yeah. Especially when you're, when you're living there. So, yeah. so anyway, I got put into the Brookfield Minor Ball Association and, uh, you know, playing in Brookfield. First off, right away, you learn, that the biggest thing is make sure you play a hundred percent every right. time. Yeah. That's the thing. Play hard. It, like, of course they want to win, but the yeah. main, the main objective in Brookfield is you try. That's, yeah. that's the main 100%. thing. So, yeah. I mean, that gets taught at an early age. It, it did back then for sure. I yeah, mean, it still does now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, I'm just saying like, well, back no, then, yeah, cause yeah. minor ball back then we had, we had like, in our league alone, like ours was based like Brookfield, Hilden, Valley, Salmon River, North River, right? Right. So Colchester County stuff. Like like we had three teams in Brookfield. Hild yeah. Hilden would have two. North River would have three. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's how big ball was back then, of course. Yeah. But uh You're you're kinda of cusping on uh Scove's interview with Mount Union minor ball, by the way, right now. All right. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta work in the morning. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so Growing up in Brookfield, I mean, that's where, of course, <laughs> I pretty much learned to play ball. And, yeah. you know, especially getting up into Bantam and Midget and having uh, having guys like Robbie Cook as a coach. So did you play Bantam and Midget in Brookfield? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I played okay. Bantam and, well, first year Midget. First yeah. year Midget in Brookfield and then uh, second second year, no, first, sorry, two years of Midget in, right. in Brookfield. And then our second year, of my second year of Midget, Brooks. Van Tassel and myself got picked up by East Hans to go to nationals right. in Prince Albert with East Hans. So, uh, were they, were, were they on East Hans? We were just East Hans fast pitch. Oh, we didn't, didn't have, have, have a name. name they, no, yeah. we, just, we didn't have a name, but I mean, okay. and I mean, that was the, that was the first time I got introduced, you know, to what, you know, ball at a big stage was yeah. all about. Yes. I would Midget say. nationals in, yeah. in Prince Albert. And, yeah. you know, I got to, I got to play with the, you know, Frage and Erky and yeah, and all awesome. those, but that's the first time you know got to got to know them and yeah, and you became friends, became friends with yeah. them, and still are to this day. But uh, and then our last year midget, of course, was Canada Games in Canada Games, that's right, yeah. So uh, basically, that that was how we got to start in the game, and that was the last of minor ball in Brookfield for you. Once when, when you when sorry, once you went on to Canada Games, yep, yep. So, so after after my last year of midget there, that was that was it for for my ball in Brookfield. Really, yeah. But you did come back. So I, what, what, what took place after, uh, after Canada games? Where did you go then? I played for the North river mud hens. Oh yes. Intermediate A. Yeah. Which wasn't 
the best experience. Oh no. No. I mean, I was young, of course. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, that's the first time playing with men. Yeah. And I mean, I get thrown into the games and you know what I think? Like, I mean, we talk about like this, this kind of what I think mm-hmm. Dave Watson's going through. Right. I mean, Dave is at a point right now, he's the exact same age I was. Yeah. When I went into the intermediate day after getting the games here, I walked everybody. Yeah. Because I was scared if I put it across that plate, I was going to get lit up. You know what I mean? And I, I, I kind of think that's where, where yeah, Bubba's at a, right now. You point. know what I mean? It's a good point. Yeah. But I mean, as I learned, I, as I grew older, you learn, you know, hit your spots. Exactly. It's, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I mean, of course, Bubba's going to learn that. I know he's going to learn that. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that was my problem back then. And, and, uh, we had like Don Hazleton was our coach. Right. And Don doesn't, he never put up with anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's old school. Yeah. And, uh, by the time provincials came around, he wasn't pitching me at all, which who, I mean, who were the other pitchers at the time that we, uh, we had Dave Clark and Randy DeGrasse. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, of course, Randy and Dave, like, yeah, like fantastic pitchers. Oh, of course. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I mean, I was, when I'm 20 years old, I, I thought I was better than I really was, yeah. especially coming out off Canada games. Right. But at the same time, I also knew I was walking everybody yeah. and I understood that. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, come provincials, we were in our last game and we were out and Dave Clark was like, he's like saying, put Randy in. Yeah, like, it doesn't mean doesn't anything. Like, yeah. It, it'll help in his development. I didn't get in. Really? So that kind of left a sour taste. Yeah. Around, you know what 100%, I mean? Yeah. Which, I mean, it is what it is. I, I ended up quitting ball. I, I never played after that season for about a year and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was Frage that got me back out of it. Is that right? He was playing with Noel Road Pirates. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he asked me if I wanted to go to provincials with them up in Cape Breton. And I was like, Frage, I haven't picked up a ball in a year and a half. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, he's like, it's it's intermediate C. So I was like, all right, all right I'll go. Anyway, I went up, went up with the boys and uh, <laughs> I pitched okay. Like, yeah, you know, intermediate C, I mean with my speed that I had alone at, at that time. I mean, yeah. it, that got me, through, got me through. Got me through. Of course. Anyway, I playing with those guys down the road. I, they just reignited the passion for the game. Cause that's I mean, nice. Yeah. Like, you know, Terry, Terry white, and Christian yeah. Miller, big Mike, yeah. Brett white, like, yeah. all the whites. Like yeah. it's either Timmy John, white, like. <laughs> white singer, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Miller's. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no playing with those boys down there. It was, uh, it was awesome. And then the following year went back and, um, uh, we ended up, we ended up, I got Mike Fields to play. Remember right, Mike yeah. Fields? Yep. Who actually uh, coached his daughter last winter in some uh, dome sessions. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good ball player. Yes. Yeah. Well, Mike was. Yeah, Mike was good. Mike was amazing. Threw freaking midget nationals down in St. Croix. He was East Dance pitcher. He threw two no hitters. Yeah. Played that whole night and then he quit playing. Yeah. Until this year, until the year in Noel Road. So I got him to come down and play. Okay, yeah. And uh, anyway, we ended up. That year, I think, I can't remember what our record was, but we only had four losses the entire season. Right. We had four, I think we might have had 40-some wins. We, wow. ended up, we won provincials in Eastern Canadians. I mean, of course, it was intermediate sea level, but... Uh, still, man, you're still yeah, competing. It's still ball. Uh, but I mean, we like like Bryant it's Fraser slow, played, Mark Thompson. Slow pitch. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and we had a, we had such a great group, group of guys. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. 
And I mean, after that year, I played one more year in Norroad and then the team would team folded. And then I was like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I'm going to start Studio River Rats. Right. And I think that would have been, that was, oh, what, what year was Nationals hosted in St. Croix? Oh, four. Uh, four, I believe. Oh, four. 98 so, and oh, four. So the following season was mm-hmm. the, the first year that we had the River Rats. And we went in as intermediate B. Yeah. And we hosted provincials. And anyway, uh, they had a, a team from Windsor entered and it ended up being the Bur- Jaguars. Burby put it together. Yeah. It was so there, it was Ricky and Stefan LeBlanc, <laughs> Rene Gauguin, Burby. <laughs> Three guys from New Brunswick. Jimmy, so far. Jimmy Midgley. <laughs> yeah. It was the Halifax Keys. Yeah, it was. Pretty much. Yeah. So we had, we ended up playing them in, it was a quarterfinal game on the Saturday night in Stuyak. Yeah. And I remember going into that and I was like, holy frig, I'm pitching against these guys. Cause I mean, I was at the Nationals the year before. I saw them, I know who they were. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And anyway, I went out and pitched probably the game of my life at that point. Yeah. And we ended up, I think we won like four, two or something. And I had 14 strikeouts. Holy shit. And after that game, I can remember at that point thinking, man, maybe I can go up a level. Like, you know what I mean? Cause I was like, geez, maybe I could. But at that point the Elks had folded. Yes, that's right. So I was like, man, but I, I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe they could come back or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But I remember, I can distinctly remember after that game thinking, you know, I could, I think I could play at compete. the senior level, like, yep. like compete at it. Yeah. And then the following year, you know, that's when you joined us on the River Rats. That's right. Yeah. And we played the Faucets a couple of times yeah. in, in a couple of tournaments. Yeah. Ended up beating them. And that's when I was like, man, I know. And then Brookfield said they're coming back in 07. That's right. And we joined them. Yes. And. That's when I finally got my taste senior nationals yeah, that's was right. in St. John's. And yeah. Man, that was awesome. It was so awesome. It was, <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget it. I mean, that first nationals in St. John's, my first ever game that I pitched at senior nationals was against Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Who won? Who won? Yeah. We lost three, one yeah. and I threw a four hitter. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. So, so I, you did prove yourself that you could compete at that right, level. And <sighs> And it was, oh man, it was so much fun. Like actually a story from that nationals actually that yeah. uh, I don't know if yeah. a lot of people know it, but uh, so we started 0 and 6 in yes. that tournament. So yeah. we were going in the last day on Thursday and on the, on the, no, sorry. The last day was on the Friday, of mm-hmm. course. So that Thursday we're back at the hotel after we lost both games and we were in the beer tent for a couple of couple drinks, you know, just a couple, we get back and me and Patty Slam White were, who were the pitchers. Mm-hmm. We were like, Man, because we had the two games the next day, and I remember saying to Patty, "I was like, man, I've, I've never been to George Street, and we had been there for four days already." Yeah, and I was like, "I've never been to George Street," and Patty's like, "Do you want to go?" And I was like, "We well, might as well, man. Like, we're zero six. Yeah, like you and I are the pitchers. Like, let's just let's just go. Like, yeah. let's just go have fun. Anyway." Patty and I went, Patty and I went to George street and we get on one. I, I don't know. I think we get back around. I don't know. I remember I was in a room with Pibby and Pibby and Josh <laughs> Yeah, Birch and uh, Birch. I remember, I can remember Birch opened the door and I just opened the door and I fell on the floor. 
<laughs> so anyway, the, the next day wake up and I'm still fully dressed and uh, we had to play Charlottetown that first game. Yeah. And, and Pivy's like, Framer, you're starting that game. It was, it was 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning game. <laughs> Didn't I go out and throw a good, I actually yeah. hit two and I hit an inside the park home run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next game, Patty goes out, throws a gem and we won both games yeah, on I the Friday. That was the uh, Newfoundland three or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, after yeah. the game, Patty and I laughed and said, geez, man, we should have been doing this all week. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it works. No, that I know. Way. But uh, no, just a little funny story from there. But, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. That was a... Uh, Getting getting to go to that first senior nationals was pretty eye opening yeah. for myself. You know, getting to see all the, you know, talent around yeah. around Canada at that time that I never got to see up close and personal. That's right. Yeah, and that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's exciting. So when you finished that uh, 2007 season, I know that we went on and played a couple more years in Brookfield. I, I don't want to bring it up, but tell me about 2009. <laughs> <laughs> You've already talked about it 300 times in this fucking podcast, but well, let, let's just talk about the Kitchener River Shark game, well, for the love of God. <laughs> all right. So. First of all, the team went on a, like an absolute roll that week. That was crazy. Yeah. Like, after that, that game that Ricky threw against Newfoundland, yeah. him and Tilly went toe-to-toe and... And I think it was nine innings? Uh, I think it was 11 innings. 11? It, it was up it there. It was long, yeah. Yeah, and Erky must have thrown about 310 pitches. Yeah. And and I think that's where the forearm issues started coming into play right. after that game. But yeah. Uh, yeah, he pitched unreal. And then, uh, of course, we had we had Redder, Corey Avery, yep. as our number two. Yeah. Uh, I was number three. And, you know, Redder, man, he threw good too. He sure did. Leading up to our last day, well, when we were going in the games against uh, St. Thomas and and Kitchener in right. that in that last round robin day, so then we uh, we ended up beating St. Thomas in that that first game yeah. of the day, and I mean that Bobby Sill drove drove me in a third. Yeah. Why I was pinch running because That's Pib- right. I'll tell you something. Here's something. <laughs> Somebody, I, I already know this, you know, but tell it for our folks here, Pibby. <laughs> I know you're listening. I don't know why you always threw me in as a pinch runner because especially at nationals. The first three times he put me in as a pinch runner, I get picked off three <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah. And then yeah. He, put Good choice, me, Pib. he put me in a pinch run in the seventh inning of this game. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, in my head, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm nervous as hell because I started on first base. That's right. By the time I'm at third base, I'm like, oh my God, if there's a pass ball, like what? Because I'm like, how do I go? <laughs> I know. Like, because I'm the winning run. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, please don't let there be a pass ball because <laughs> I wouldn't have known what to do. Right. I probably would have got, I would have been in a rundown. Done. <laughs> Jesus. Thank God Bobby Sill hit a yeah. friggin' rope and I just had to run in and touch the plate. Yeah, uh, so yeah, cool. that, that started that day. That made us four and two at that point. Yeah. Big upset. And then we went into that Kitchener game and it was obviously, obviously we want to win it. Yeah, like, of course. Well, but, we're playing for Brookfield, don't forget. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, it's just more or less, you know, let's give Erky, yeah. Erky and, and Aves and Redder, Redder, Redder yeah. a, a break. And yeah. we'll just, anyway, I mean, I talked about it enough on here. Oh, I, have you? I know all the oats. I know all the oats from it. And, <laughs> and actually, one thing I never brought up yeah. before was the fact that that uh, Dino came in to pitch, pinch hit in the seventh inning. Yes, and you shit your pants. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was the scariest thing I think I've ever been like emotionally <laughs> yeah. on a ball field. Yeah. 
And I was like, this guy, everybody else is headed to the fence. <laughs> He's putting it over the beer tent, this guy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, he <laughs> skied it about four miles up in the air. And of course, MG caught it yeah. in, in center field, uh, <laughs> probably right against the fence while being heckled about his, his pants. Mom's pants. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to this day, it, it, it's just funny to me. I mean, they were the world champs. They're yeah and the fact that you know i mean of course we won as a team but and i mean but i mean as a pitcher you, you get tagged as the win like you of course yeah 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 but i mean I, it's just something i mean i get to live the rest of my life with that and man it's it's and, huge There's and, no question i mean we joke about it all the time but we do for me personally it's the biggest thing i've ever done in, in the game in my life yeah, for sure man for sure and you know it's it was a proud moment for yeah. for all of us especially playing for the Elks, you know, yep. you're playing against Dean Holine, who was bigger than life. Mm. You're playing against the River Sharks, who were world champs. They just came off an ISC championship. Yeah. And we I've, have an opportunity to go double life. One thing looking back now that I know, like after we've done, this is episode 67. Yeah. The fact that when we interviewed Lolly, yeah. we're talking about Lolly. Damn you. <laughs> I did not know he was on the team at that point. That's right. When we interviewed him at, I didn't know that until like later on, like <laughs> yeah. of course doing, I was like, man. What the lolly do against me? <laughs> I, I don't think he was, he was hurt. Oh, he was on right. the team. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, he was hurt, but actually one thing, thank God Ryan Wolf wasn't there for that game. That's right. So I didn't get to pit. Yeah. He would hit three. He went three for three. Well, three I don't bombs. know, man. You had a lot of fly balls right to the fence. <laughs> so a lot of those guys probably would have had home runs. Yeah. So the wind anyway, wasn't blowing in. we, uh, <laughs> yeah, going in, we had double life going in that, that final day. And, uh, I mean, things didn't pan out how we, wanted to i mean we faced uh, an up-and-comer in sean cleary and yeah he uh beat us one nothing yeah and uh that night i slept in a farm in fingal <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me about that because that was one of my uh one of my points on here i have uh barn and fingal oh, highlighted okay so <laughs> so this is after we're beat out yeah everything so done. it's saturday night it's saturday night uh, yeah we've all gone down to the bar Yep. If I remember correctly in St. Thomas, correct? After being at the beer tent for quite a while. Uh, yeah, we were in the beer tent for quite a while. And so we go to the bar. So anyway, we're at the bar and uh, my memory isn't the best about... <laughs> I, here's what I remember. I can remember, like, of course, being at the bar with everybody. Yeah. And then I can remember running into the boys on the faucets. Yeah. And two guys, I won't name them. Because I'm just, just not, I'm not naming them. Yeah. I can remember them saying, Framer, you want to come? We're going to a party. We're going to a party. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's go to a party. <laughs> but my next recollection that I can, this is, this is all spotty. Next thing I know, I'm in a side-by-side -side in a cornfield. Jesus, man. And there's like six people on this side-by-side -side, oh, and Lord. we're just going through a cornfield. Like the corn is still up. <laughs> <laughs> then my next recollection is we're in a farmhouse. Like yeah. uh, it at that time I didn't know it was a farmhouse. Right. Then I get woken up by one of the individuals the next morning saying, Farmer, come on. I, there's a cab coming. And I remember saying, Where are we? <laughs> and they're like, We're on a farm in Fingal. <laughs> and I was like, Where the fuck is Fingal at? <laughs> Like, are we still in Ontario? Like, yeah. or do we end up in Quebec? Like, what, where are we right now? Where is Bingo? <laughs> yeah, so another, oh, another funny story shit. that was, I got back to the hotel 
And so I was rooming with MG that week. Mike Grant. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so I go in and I, I look at Mike's bed, but it's not Mike. It's Reggie, Jeremy Locke. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Am I, I, I went back and looked at the room number. I was like, well, of course it's my room. My key just worked. <laughs> Jesus so anyway, Christ. I just go and I just did a, like a belly flop onto my bed and Reggie woke up. He's like, Framer, where were you? And I didn't, I was like, I was on a farm in Finkel. <laughs> I thought Reggie was going to die laughing. <laughs> oh, shit. oh man. So yeah, That's woke classic. up in a farm in Finkel. Yeah. So. so one thing I have learned about you, uh, <laughs> just, I mean, you and I've been friends for a long time, but I really, we become more close with doing the podcast yeah, yeah. and what have yeah. you for the last couple of years. And this summer, I, you know, I learned quite a bit about you. And, and uh, one of the things was the fact that you were uh, able to go to Dalhousie University at one point in your life in your hockey career. <laughs> so you you had quite an illustrious hockey career. Um, yeah. I, I don't know a lot about it. I know that you you were you not the scoring title for midget AAA. I got I was major midget MVP and yeah and leading but, scoring goals. But somehow did not get drafted to the queue. Never got an invite. Yeah, which was very strange. Yeah. Well, I had side story from Bob. This, of course, is hockey. Uh, that year that I got MVP, we went to tournament in Gatineau, the big, yeah. the big tournament in Quebec, and I had a really good tournament. Yeah. I was top scorer the whole tournament. Jesus. And I was talking to team from Cornwall that was junior A. Right. So they had told me, I kept in contact with them. If I had went to Cornwall, I would had a four-year scholarship lined up University of Vermont, Division One. But the day before I was supposed to go to Cornwall, I pulled the shoot and didn't go. Why? Uh, girl at the time that. Are you, and you're not with that girl. No. 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 <laughs> you <laughs> dumbass mother. <laughs> 18 year old. That's tough, man. Yeah, it sucks looking back. And it's funny. My dad didn't know this until I was in my, well, I think. No, early thirties. He didn't. Shit. Dad didn't find this hotel, and he was not happy with me. I don't imagine, Randy. And I know it's, you know what though. Those are those little life lessons yeah. that unfortunately you had to learn, but yeah. that you can pass down to your kids. Yep, obviously it was hindsight. I mean, like I said, I don't dwell on the past. I mean, hey, if, I, if I dwelled on the past, yeah, of course, it no would ruin me. It's not good. No, that's yeah. that's for sure. So, it, you're not the only guy that's done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, about Dal. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to Dalhousie. Yeah. So so how did this all come about? So I had, I was done junior A with, with the Bearcats. I, right. I, I played my junior career with the, with Churro. And I was off for a year and, and me and my girlfriend at the time were living in... in uh, Is like, this the same girlfriend that you stayed no, back for? No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, we were living in Halifax. Yeah. And... That summer, I like, I was working around, like, I was working for Mary's Bread Basket. I never told you this story. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I, I left this one out, too. Uh, Frazier, are you listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> I worked for Mary's Bread Basket. And actually, I became a baker. Holy Jesus. <laughs> I made cinnamon rolls and all that stuff. Man, you are... And bread, and I delivered it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyway, get back to Dalhousie, Mary. So anyway, I ended up, I played in the Dal Summer League right. that they, they have every year. And I mean, it, yeah. was, it, it was all like junior A, university guys, junior A, major, junior. Yeah. And I think junior B were allowed to play. 
I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that you had to play at a certain level to play in that division. Sure. Anyway, I, uh, I don't know what it was, whether it was just maturity or something. I like, I led the whole league in scoring, Man. like with all those guys yeah. and, and actually, no, sorry. I was tied Dan Tudin that played for Dalhousie university. Okay. We tied. And, uh, anyway, uh, Fabian Joseph was taken over as his first year. Right. First year. This, this was after the year after the Mooseheads hosted Memorial Cup that first time. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, coming in was Freddie Belanger, Jason Truini, Jasmine Jelena, all these like, guys I freaking paid to watch. Exactly. Like, yeah. I had the yeah. Memorial Cup package for freak's sakes. I watched <laughs> yeah. every single game. So, yeah. I mean, I was big You fans. could have been in Vermont shithead. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> of course, Fabian and coach staff would watch the Dallas Summer games. Right. And, and, uh, Anyway, I uh, talked to Fabian. He's like, you know, are you going to school anywhere? I was like, no. He's like, well, you know, why don't you apply? So anyway, I applied to Dal. So with, of course, my awesome high school record that I had, <laughs> yeah. they they only accepted me for two courses. Right. And to play varsity sports, you need at least three. Right. So anyway, I remember after they accepted me, I went down to the Fabian's office and said, you know, I get in, but you know, they only said I could take two courses. He's like, all right, uh, just wait outside my office. I'm going to, I'm going to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So calls me back in like less than five minutes. He's like, uh, go back up to registration and, and get your third course. <laughs> so anyway, I, <laughs> I go back up and at this point I've already signed up for <laughs> plat, uh, economics and classical mythology. Why? I don't know. So anyway, I get up there. They're like, what do you want as your third course? And they gave me a sheet and I was looking at it and I was like, I can't even say these words. I was like, <laughs> what are all these? So anyway, I saw German. I was like, I always wanted to learn a new language. Oh, <laughs> anyway, I signed up for German. What the hell, man? So I'll never forget the first, my first day of German class was I walk in and it was kind of like in a, it was like a movie theater setting. Like, you know what I mean? Like stadium seating. Yeah. 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 And there was only about 11 of us in there yeah. and the, the, our teacher come in and, and she was, she was Asian and she couldn't speak a lick of English hardly. Like, <laughs> English was her fourth language. What? And I remember thinking, how am I going to learn German if, if she can't speak English? <laughs> I know. So and I don't speak Asian or French or whatever else she's. Needless speaking. to say, I pretty much stopped going to those the German class after the third class. The only thing I got out of that was von Hasta Gebertsteg, which means when is your birthday? <laughs> That's the only <laughs> and thing. I still I, remember that. And That's I still good. remember it. Okay. But uh, it's important. I stopped going to that class, which I, I knew after the first semester I was going to be done because I, w I wasn't on the main roster. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, like I was just on, on, the, on the practice. Like, yeah. And I remember, you know, Fabian bringing me in saying, you know, you're not going to be on the main roster, you know, you can practice if you, yeah. you know, it, it, you can get into practices, you know, if yeah. something happens, you know, you might get in. Yeah. And then at that point, I mean, I was hanging out with, I was still hanging out with all the guys on the team and everything, but yeah. you know, going out on Thursday night with the varsity athletes, you know, That's pretty cool. you, you know, a framer's like when he gets, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh damn. I'm glad you're a lot older than my daughters yeah. right now. So anyway, uh, I was done at Dal after a semester. I told, actually, I did do my uh, economics and classical mythology exams. And I think I got like a 22 in one and a 24 in the other or something like that. So Out of like 26? Out of no, 100. <laughs> 
So then after that, Smitty's arrived. You're not shy, are you, buddy? <laughs> like you're telling us your scores. Those are shitty. Uh, so then, yeah, let's so <laughs> we're sitting ordering breakfast in Fredericton and, and we're talking about <laughs> ordering food. And someone mentions that uh, you worked at Smitty's. No, you guys, you guys were talking oh, about, we're talking about egg, you guys Benedict. Were talking egg Benedict. You, oh, yeah, right. And you said you knew how to poach them because you worked at Smitty's. <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, I said, you know, when we poached eggs at Smitty's, we had a big cauldron that we'd throw all the eggs in. <laughs> as soon as I said that, your head turned around some I thought, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean poaching eggs at Smitty's? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I ended up, I, uh, I worked at Smitty's for about five or six months. <laughs> I, uh, I started off cutting vegetables and fruit and... <laughs> Graduated up to the the line cook, and <laughs> then I was like, our boss was not very nice. He was very oh, no? demanding, so I just didn't show up for work anymore. Jesus, Randy, yeah, on fire, yeah. So that was my. Uh, so that was your Smitty's experience. That was my Smitty's. Experience. So, so the reason the reason we brought this up too in this podcast is because we're heading back for a big ball, <laughs> a ball conference back in the woods this this coming weekend, yeah. uh, back to Jeff Rager's camp, and uh, you've been appointed our chef for Sunday morning breakfast, and you agreed to it. I got that from the group chat. Yes. Yeah, we're bringing all the equipment, not the equipment, but all the food, and you're making it for everybody. <laughs> so anyway. I, I, you know what? In that group chat where you said hollandaise sauce, yeah. I was like. It better be pre-made because I can't cook that stuff. I can't yeah, make that stuff from we'll scratch. We'll bring stuff. That's fine. <laughs> that's what, uh, that should be a good trip this weekend. I mean, yeah. should be a little bit of ball talk. And oh, man, it's going to be fun stories. as hell, yeah. for sure. The boys are all looking forward to it. Jeff texts me every day. Yeah. I can't believe it's only Tuesday. I, I can't believe it's Wednesday. What's today? Wednesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. The, the other thing I wanted to talk about that it's talked about quite a bit around the ball fields in East Hans is uh, the infamous triple header. <laughs> Tell us how that began. <laughs> Jesus this is during my days in Knoll Road. Yeah. Uh, we always played Thursday night double headers down in Knoll Road. So you were you married at this point? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. I, uh, my girlfriend that I lived in Halifax with this, oh, okay, this okay. would have been after we lived in Halifax and moved back. I got gotcha. you. I think it was. Was it? Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, we so we'd have double header in in Knoll Road and down the Colbert Road, and uh, so we had a we had a clubhouse there. Yeah, and I, play, I played my junior ball there. Yeah, yeah so same place. After the double headers, we go up, you know, yeah. have a few beer. Yeah. So this particular night, we were playing. Uh, I forget who we were playing, but. Jeff Frazier was, he was on my team. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's, I was trying to remember how Frazier got into this. So, uh, had a few beer up in the clubhouse and a few of the guys were like, oh, we're going to, we're going to the Hans County pub. Right. And, and I was like, all right, let's go to the Hans County pub. <laughs> Here, I'm living in Truro for Frank's sake. Oh, Jesus. So not a fine moment when I, I definitely don't condone drinking and drive. And I mean, no. I've been, I've been caught a couple of times and yeah, not like good. definitely do not drink and drive. Back then I was an idiot. So, uh, this particular night I went there and <laughs> had a couple, couple more beer and wasn't paying attention to the time. And next thing I look, it's, it's almost two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so anyway, I get back, I get back, uh, to the house and my girlfriend at the time says, where were you? I was like, oh, we had a triple header. She's like, a triple header? So I was like, yeah, we had a makeup game that I we got postponed, so they added it on. And uh, Holy fuck. And, uh, I mean, I feel bad now. <laughs> yeah. But the, the most funny 
part of it is, is that Frage got a call the next morning from her. Yeah, he told me. And I guess uh, my girlfriend at the time, I, I'm not naming names. No, no. But, uh, she was like, why didn't you mention anything about a triple header? And Frage was like, what in his head he's like what the hell did framer do like yeah a, a phrase being the good buddy he is yeah. he's like yeah he's like he's like i left after, after the, the after second the game. second game <laughs> yeah. he's like because i had to work the next day and uh and, and, oh i love your phrase phrase is a beauty oh. <laughs> yeah so to this day with tri- triple header is always brought up every once in a while nice, nice. <laughs> friggin man <laughs> Uh, hey, one thing I wanted to touch on too was uh, you did have some time playing at the IC level with a team from California, Utah. Oh, from Utah. So tell me a little bit about how that started. That started after our nationals in St. John's. Okay. So over the winter, you remember Al's fast pitch had a yeah, board of course, yeah. that you know looking seeking for pictures. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I uh, I saw one uh, look for pitcher were based out of Utah. So, I mean, of course, back then, I mean, I would email yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? Just Yeah, you wanted to play. Yeah. So, next day, I got an email back from from buddy in Utah. And he said, uh, he's like, yeah, are you available to play the last weekend of June in the Best of the West tournament in Santa Barbara, California? <laughs> I was like, I'm available. I said, how, how do I, I get, get there? How am I getting there? <laughs> so anyway, get, they're like, we're coming, f- cover, we'll cover your flight, hotel, all that stuff, uh, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll give you some spending money as well. And I was like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> what is this? Is so, this real? This I know. is a scammer. <laughs> I know. So anyway, I go that first tournament. Uh, this was one thing that I love traveling. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. this was, I, I'd leave Friday mornings from Halifax. I would leave, I would have to be at, at the airport at like four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So usually my flights, I'd either connect in Boston or Newark yeah. and then have to fly to depend on where we played our tournaments. Right. right so of course. if we played in California, of course, I'm going right to LAX. If we played in Portland, Oregon, oh, I had a terrible one where I had to go from on the way down Halifax to Boston, Boston, San Francisco, San Francisco to Portland oh. on the way home. This is after about a day and a half. Portland, Vancouver, Vancouver, Montreal, Montreal, Halifax. So it's oh, like I just did a yeah. full circle of North America. You did, yeah. But I mean, looking back now, I freaking loved it. It yeah. was every it, that anyway. Back to that first tournament with uh, with Utah, and we get down there, and our first game is against uh, a team called Team Rainy. And back at this time, <coughs> this is when the ISCs had you know, of course, it was ISC one, ISC two, right? Yeah. But they had the rankings for every team, right? Well, Team Rainy going in this tournament was ranked 12th in the world. Holy shit. Yeah. And I knew this because I thought I was all over. You were following it. Yeah. yeah. And I can remember saying my first ever game with Utah, I said, I'm going to get lit up. Crazy. <laughs> this is not going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> so get down get there. my spending cash. Quick. I know. Anyway, get down there and uh, I was warming up with two feet. They're like, you know, you can pitch with one foot. Say I was, what? I was like, Oh my God, I get out there. I'm, I'm throwing, I ended up throwing a two hitter and one, two, nothing. Holy against Jesus. team range. Like first, 
first game I ever pitched it. So I think in their head, they're like, oh man, we might've just found a gem here. And I'm we like, only gave him 12 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I, mean, I think I touched on it before in another podcast where that was a tournament where Jose Canseco was supposed to. Oh, that's right. You did say teams, that. Yeah. And that would have been cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, had that, that first tournament with them and, and all the guys on that team, oh man. Good guys. Yeah. Great bunch of guys. Yeah. The, the second year, they ended up folding halfway through the season. Oh, okay. And, which is unfortunate because, uh, I mean, I had such a fun time with, with all those guys. Yeah. And I'm appreciative of them bringing oh, me down. Oh, of course. My God, man. You know, I mean, yeah. they spent a pile of money on me. Like, yeah. Yeah. like and all the way from studio. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, but uh, actually another kind of funny story from that last year with them, uh, I had already played in the best of West again in Santa Barbara. So the next tournament was the one in Portland. Yeah. Well, I went from Halifax to Toronto. I was in Toronto, but I had to add a connector in Chicago and it was Chicago to Portland. Well, Chicago was getting severe thunderstorms right. at that time. And I was stuck in Pierce and like I had landed there around noon and I was, my connector, I was supposed to connect like an hour later. Right. Well, it kept getting canceled. Yeah. It delayed, delayed, delayed. Yeah. Well, I was sitting at the bar <laughs> by the time it was eight o'clock and it was still, and at this time I'm like, man, I don't know if they'll even let me on the plane. Yeah. So anyway, they ended up canceling the flight and I got put up in a hotel Oh yeah. and they're like, come back to the airport in the morning. Except you woke up in a burn. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, I actually, I woke up in my hotel room and, uh, anyway, uh, I got back to the airport that morning and they're like, so where are you? I said, I, I gotta be in Portland. Like I got a pitch in a tournament. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, we can't get you to Portland until s Sunday evening. Holy shit. I'm like, our tournament is over. I'm like, yeah. so I had to get a hold of the guys in Utah. They weren't happy of course. Cause I mean, yeah. Well, nothing you could do about there's it. There's nothing I could do. So I'll never forget this. The Elks, us, we were playing in Charlottetown at the time. All right. In league play. Remember right. how we yeah, used yeah, to yeah. do the- Yeah, the weekend stuff. So when that happened, I got a hold of Fraggle right away. I was like, Fraggle, I said, if I get a flight right to Charlottetown, can somebody come get me at the airport? He's like, Fraggle's like, yeah, of yeah, course. Of course, like, of course, yeah. So anyway, I was like, I hung up. I talked to the, to you know, the desk there. The said, ticket person. Yeah. yeah can I get a flight to Charlottetown? They're like, the last one just left. No. I was like, it's seven o'clock in the morning. How did, like it was early. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how'd the last one leave? They're like, they're like, no, we can send you back to Halifax. Oh shit. Was, at that point, I'm like, get me back to Halifax. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So shitty. I ended up not being open. That was a total shitty weekend. Yeah, I know. Except you got to stay in a hotel and you drank a bar. <laughs> yeah. Drank, made some new friends. Whoop-dee-doo. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it was anyway, like, like yeah, I said. you enjoyed all that stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah got that's to, good. Well, that's, good. that's another thing about the game. I, I, I got to see a ton of North America that I never would have got, got yeah. to see if yeah. it wasn't for this game. Yeah. So A lot of it was from an airplane, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was fun. Your ups and downs. Yeah. How are we doing for time here anyway? Jeez. Oh, Man, this goes along fast when I'm talking. It does, because you won't shut the fuck up. I know, sorry. Uh, so we, we've already touched about growing up as an elk or in Brookfield, so mm -hmm. I don't really have to go into that any further. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can tell you, I loved every second I played in Brookfield. Yep. And I still love those guys. I still love the, the mentality that they've all had for sure. It's awesome. So I get I got two more questions for you, yep. and then we'll go into some player association stuff. But 
first, my first question is, uh, tell me about starting the podcast and why you chose me to host with, to co-host with you. Well, don't. And if you say you were the fifth guy that I asked and <laughs> the f- first four guys didn't want to, I'll fucking leave right now. Now, well, the podcast, of course, if it wasn't for the pandemic, the podcast yeah, wouldn't right. have happened. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was sitting at home, I was working from home and, and we started this in July. It was probably around May. Around May, I'd, of course, work from home. I was listening to podcasts. Yeah. And, you know, you know, spitting chicklets, you know, yeah, all the, like, yeah. Joe Rogan, all those, you know, the big ones. Yeah. So then one day I was like, man, I want to check out something on softball. Like, there's got to be something. Right. And uh, I was looking and all I could come across was, you know, the seven inning one with the the ladies, the yeah. NCAA one down the States, right. which is, is pretty big. But, and I was like, man, is there none on the men's game? Right. And at this point there wasn't. Right. So that's when, uh, I'll never forget this. I was at, uh, my wife and I, Kelly, we were at, uh, Wendy's in Burnside right? and we went through the drive through and we just sat in the, in the parking lot. And I said to her, I said, uh, what would you think about me doing a podcast? She's like, about what? <laughs> I was like, fast bitch. She's like, she's like, okay. She's like, where did this come from? And I said, you know, you explained to her, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah. That'd be, she's like, would you do it by yourself? And I was like, oh no, I'd get a co-host. She's like, well, who'd you get? I was like, probably Hopi. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, and she was like, and Kelly was like, yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Good. And the reason why is because man, since I played with you, yeah, nobody's made me laugh more <laughs> in my entire life. Than oh, you. good. Well, good. Thank and you. you know, the game inside of you've experienced everything in the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like from, on, of course, in senior level, like uh, yeah, you've yeah. been through so much. So that's when. I approached, I sent a text to you and Scope at the same time. Yeah. And I said, what do you think about starting a podcast? Yeah. Me, I said, me starting a podcast. I never, I, I didn't ask you yet. No. And you both were like, hell yeah. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay. And I texted, I said, what do you think about being co-host with me? <laughs> so what were you thinking when, when I asked you that? Oh, I didn't know what it entailed, of course. Yeah. I mean, I do listen to podcasts as, as well. I know there's a lot that goes into it, but I, I think that I, from me knowing you, I knew that you'd be the dig in and find the stuff. Mm-hmm. And as you and I talked about before we did it today, it's so fun doing this off the cuff a lot more than being absolutely prepared for it. Right. Which I find better myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm more comfortable doing it with like not reading a question. Type yeah. yeah. Thing, where you're I love being better prepared. at being the, yeah, you are prepared. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if I had to be prepared, I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Cause in yeah. my job I have to do it. I mean, yeah, yeah. and yeah. I've had to do it, but just off the cuff stuff. I love it. Right. And when you asked me, the first thing in my head was like, how much, you know, I already coach minor hockey. I coach <laughs> minor ball or I'm involved with minor ball. Sorry. I run skill sessions over the winter and then I'm coaching in the summer. I'm running the league and mm. I'm thinking, fuck, how much time is it going to take? And then I thought, you know what? It's going to be an hour a week. Maybe yeah. I'm doing it, man. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. Never, never did I think that we were going to be able to touch or reach so many people. Neither did I. Or that we were going to be actually able to speak to so many athletes. Right. Crazy. Neither did I. Like, <sighs> When I first thought, like, of course, like I, I said, you know, I I want to talk to guys in the men's game, but then I was thinking, why not do both? Yes, like, of why, course. Why not yeah. mix both? Like, yeah. because there's so many 
players in the in the women's game yeah. that I've watched and looked up to that I was like, man, I would love to talk of course. to love to talk to them, yeah. you know. Like watching the Olympics, for yeah. example. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, the fact that you know, I've I've talked to Kat Osterman and Daniel Laurie and yeah. and you know, pretty well the whole pretty much the whole Canadian Olympic team. I know, it's crazy, man. And, you know, Erica Piancastelli from Italy and and uh, Stacey Porter from Australia and you know, I mean I could go on and We're on. We're not trying to leave anybody out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, you know, if you would have told me, you know, July twenty twenty that yeah. I'd be able to, I'd be talking all that, I'd be like, that's insane. Exactly. So uh yeah. yeah, I mean, it it's progressed, and I'm very happy at where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. So, and expectations for down the road. I mean, for you and I, I know that we want to continue this as long as we yep. possibly can, as long as we don't run out of people to talk to, which I don't think we will, because there's so many up and comers coming, and there's so there's many. still so many great players that we haven't been able to to get on the podcast. Sean I know, Kelly, I, like. Sean. <laughs> Sean Kelly. Sean Kelly, Sean Cleary, Adam Folkart. I wonder if Sean Kelly's listening to this. Jason Sam. Sean Kelly, is this my time? <laughs> yeah, Sean, I love Kelly, actually. I'd love to have him on here. Oh, for yeah. But yeah, that's that's a thing. Jason like, Sanford. You know, Jason I mean. Jason Sanford. Jason Sanford. <laughs> like, there's sometimes where I'm thinking back, like, there's a lot of guys in the, in the men's game that we haven't had on yet. And I'm thinking. Yeah, and, and please don't feel slighted that we haven't had you on yet. Either. I know. Like, like I'm like. We're getting you on. I want. I want to talk to everybody. Yeah, me too. You know. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. If we can get everybody on here, uh, yeah. It's it's only going to add to our game, and that's the biggest thing. For sure. Is is promoting our game. That's yeah. the main reason that we're doing this. Yes, hundred percent. Like, plus it's cool for you and I to hear stories from guys that are yeah. traveling all over the world playing ball. Yeah, like, like that one we did with Peaches is still. Like, oh yeah, that's one of my breaks up there. Like yeah, I mean it was long, but. Man. I was actually, one of my questions was going to be who, who was your favorite, uh, athlete would, that we've had on. I wouldn't say I have favorite. Yeah, like, you it, know what I mean? I didn't ask it for that particular reason because I didn't want you to point just to one person because then everybody else is going to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate that. I hate when people no. don't like me. I but mean, that, per- personally, uh, there's been quite a few. Yeah. Like I, Shane Boland was great. Mm-hmm. Ryan Boland was great. Lolly was great. I'm going all over the newfies here, but <laughs> I thought Colin Abbott he really touched on a lot of things that personally as a coach, yeah. I think about now and try to incorporate with a lot of the guys that you know, mm-hmm. when I'm talking to kids or whatever it is yep. just about when Colin said, you know, he got me with that pitch, but he wasn't getting me the second time type thing. Right. You know what I mean? This stuff like that mentality of approaching the plate yeah. with that's what you, you can't really teach that stuff. You can only enforce it. Exactly. And then hope that they, they have that in them. Like, most of those Newfoundlanders do. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Just such great hitters. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, there's been a lot of good ones for sure. Yeah. And Marty, Marty, Marty another was one. Marty's just he's a fucking <laughs> elephant. He remembered goddamn everything. Yeah. Marty's be, they, they've all been fantastic. I, I, I can't say enough about the guys that come on here and take the time to do it for yeah. us. It's, it's great. And I know, you know, our welcoming, even when we went to Fredericton, we talked about it already, how everybody, yeah, you know, not that we're tr- th- we're not doing this for us, but they come to us like, thanks for doing this. You know, yeah. we love listening. We enjoy to this. listening. Yeah, I love hearing that shit, man. It is. I it's awesome. It. I love it. I love it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very rewarding for sure. Yep. So uh, my last question for you, Randy, and we, we've probably touched on a thousand times anyway, but what is so great about our sport? Man, there's so many things, and I, we talked about it beforehand too. The yeah. saltwater thing I talked there, to you about. Yeah. There is so many things. I mean, yeah. like, of course, the game itself is just awesome. I mean, it's so fast. It's so, 
you know, you gotta, you gotta be on your toes all the time in our game. Yep. I, I, I mean, people have talked about, it, you know, it's, it's not like baseball. I, I mean, I love baseball. I do too. I love watching it, you know, but I mean, it's Sox. not the same thing. Yep. It's, you know, we're quick. We're a quick game, short game, except when I'm pitching, it's a long game. Typically. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, but I mean, another thing, you know, like I said in that article that we touched on yeah. that with our game, it's a fraternity. Yeah. You know, once you either play with a guy or play against a guy, it's like, you know, you're associated with them for life. Yep. That's how I find it. Yep. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a big brotherhood in our it game. Is, yeah. it, it really is. I couldn't agree more. Like, and I think the funny thing, I think the first time I actually heard that was at the 07 nationals in St. John's was, uh, I can remember Chipper was talking to, uh, Tex Lassard. Oh Yeah. And I remember text, you know, from St. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Saying the same thing. Yeah. And you know, I, at that time I didn't really, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. Yeah, of course. And then by the time I get to my fifth or sixth, seventh national, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like he's freaking right. Yeah. You see these guys, you talk to these guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, like I can, I cannot wait till next year to see all I know. the guys. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Knock on wood that we get there. Fuck's sake. Yes. Okay, so we, we do a little th- something called player association at the end of a, every one of our podcasts. We yeah. do. <laughs> so I have 26 guys that I want you to talk about. <laughs> I swear to fuck, sometimes when you're doing it, it seems like 26 guys. <laughs> anyway, it is player association. So you can say as little or as much as you like, All right. and you can talk about them as say whatever you? the fuck you want. <laughs> Man, you got that down bad. <laughs> well, I've heard it quite a few times. So our, uh, our first guy is a very good friend of both of ours and fantastic guy, uh, Jeff Frazier. <laughs> Frazier. Well, this guy here, he... <laughs> Triple hit. Growing up, I, was, I played against him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Brookfield East Hands, we had our battles and, uh, you know, playing against him, I was like, this guy's an idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought that's the same thing about Erky as well. Of course. And all those guys. But I mean, as soon as I started playing with him, yeah. man beauty Such gamer beauty. yeah gamer and one thing that a lot of people didn't know is you know besides phrase pitching he was excellent hitter oh yeah fantastic yeah. hitter yeah i can remember the midget nationals in uh, not midget nationals midget provincials right we hosted in brookfield it was my first year and uh phrase was like doing everything. He was lined up to get MVP of the tournament. Listen to this. And I'll remember that. I, I know this because my stepdad at the time was part of the awards committee that was okay. going to be giving out the awards. Walter, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Frage was having an amazing tournament. He was lined up to get everything, like top pitcher, top hitter, yeah. MVP. <clears throat> well, doesn't he get hit around in the finals and pull a freak and get kicked out of the game? Oh, frig off. <laughs> So, so the awards, he still got, I think he still got top pitcher top and top pitcher, yeah, hitter, probably, yeah. but they didn't give him the MVP because he got kicked out. Uh, <laughs> but, what uh, a sin, oh man, that's one thing yeah. we'll, we'll bring that. We'll talk about that this weekend. Yeah. I mean, cause this won't be released by the time. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, Frazier's. is, I mean, the, the time and effort that he puts into the game. Amazing. I was going to say he's, he's a student of the game yeah. and, and he's a great teacher of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, head, head coach of the Canada games team. <clears throat> yeah. Like he knows so much about the game. He does. And it's, it's awesome to sit around and talk ball with him. Yeah. He's great. Yep. For sure. Yep. Okay. Uh, our next guy is Mr. Brian Urquhart. Oh, Urky. <laughs> My old nemesis. <clears throat> Funny story. Yeah. Actually, I think we might've talked about this on our podcast. Yeah. We did, but, uh, 
Ricky and I, back when Brookfield and East Hans and <clears throat> South Colchester and Hans East would play, yeah, there was a two-year spell there where we would play each other all the time. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Out of, like, say, for example, we played 10 games. Nine of them, swear to God, won nothing games. <laughs> really? That either one of us would win. You won or he won. Right. Yeah. And the only ones to get hits were me and him off each other. That's stupid. <laughs> like it was, it was honestly the weirdest thing ever. And yeah. then, so then I finally got to play with Erky at that, for that national yeah. Prince Albert. And yeah. he was a little 16 year old. Yeah. Here I am 19. And yeah. I'm like, he, Erky <laughs> would stay in the, he took his video game system with him and, right. and we played in the hotel rooms. And <laughs> yeah. here I'm worried about how Rod O'Leary's going to get us beer. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was 18. Rod was 19 right, year old. Right, right. I was 18. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. That was my first interaction with Erky. And yeah. then of course we went to Canada games with each other. And man, that guy yeah. was just an awesome guy to play with. Yeah. The ultimate teammate. hundred percent. Like I said, you're one of the funniest guys I ever played with. Yeah. Erky is right there with you. Oh yeah. Because he's a different funny. He's like a dry he, funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that email he sent oh, going in. The I still have that at home, by the Man, way. And that's one yeah. of the funniest things yeah. ever. Like but being in the, in the airport, airport stuck in the airport and the cleaners and yeah. And yeah. he was going to start warming up with them. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Erky's a beauty. Yeah. And he's done very well for himself. Yeah, I, I would say he has. Yeah. 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 And hats off to him. He worked hard for it. Absolutely. Okay, our next guy is uh, Mr. Brooks Van Tassel. Uh, Brooksy. Probably one of the uh, best teammate I ever had, ball and hockey. Yeah. Bar none, and was one of my best friends growing up. Yeah. Still consider him a brother right now. You know, I mean, we don't talk as much as we used to, and, you know, I don't get to see him at all, but, I mean, I still consider him a brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, We been through everything like there was a spell there we went to like i said midget nationals with these stance that year the following year canada games played junior a and Truro together hockey yeah you know what i mean like like there was a two-year spell where we were together All the time. almost every day yeah so i mean you get to know a lot about a guy in two years oh, absolutely and, yeah and brooks is one of those guys that would uh, give the shirt off his back for you for sure and would go to war for you yeah yeah and not to mention he played on the the junior national team for Team Canada. Team Canada, yeah. They yeah. played over in Newfoundland. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he told me some good stories about uh, having to go out. Did they get bronze? I think they might have got bronze. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember, but I, I remember him telling me that uh, they were in the beer tent. Oh, and they had to, <laughs> and they had to go get their medals. And oh, yeah. They were uh, pretty stumbly going out there. Uh, <laughs> now, Brooks, he's, he's, he's definitely a beauty. Yeah, for sure. Yep. All right. Speaking of beauties, and I know he's a listener of our podcast, um, you, you got to play with him when you played in Charlottetown a little bit. Mr. Jamie McDonald, <laughs> the worm. Man, that guy does a worm like nobody's I know, business. It's crazy. And he has he has his own bar called the the Moose Knuckle. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's his garage at his house. Yeah, yeah. Been there a couple times. And it's, and <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a blast, man. <laughs> oh, Jamie, he's another guy, ultimate teammate, man. Yeah. He would do anything for you, and another guy that I think he was one of those guys that was very underrated. Yeah, as a player, I mean, yeah. Uh, pretty sure he got he got all Canadian. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, mean, I don't remember, but he's one of those guys. He'd go up there and uh, to look at him, you'd be like, "Man, this guy's." Yeah. And then he'd smash one it, to left field. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then look at him, you wouldn't think he'd be able to run. Here he is on, <laughs> on stand on third base. Yeah. Like just to Stephen, but uh, another amazing teammate and, yeah. and another guy that's awesome to have a beer with. Yeah. Great guy. Still loves the sport too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
And our last guy, who <laughs> we want to get on the podcast so bad, Mr. Jason Zam. Oh, Sandy. Oh, man. You know, I had the pleasure of throwing to Sandy for, for three or four years with Brookfield. Yeah. I mean, having that was a luxury of the pitchers that we, like, we got to throw to Brooks and Sandy. Yeah. Like, it's pretty sick. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, you and I got to see Sandy's coming out party in St. John's in sure 07. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was eye opening. Yeah. I never seen a guy throw runners out from his knees. Yeah. Like that ever at that point. That's right. And I think, you know, I think Sandy may have been the pioneer of that in the game right now. You know what I mean? Like, as yeah, guys possibly, doing, because yeah. I, I see other guys now that are doing the same thing. That's right. And Sandy was the first guy I seen do that. That I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's another guy, you know, quiet, yep. but, uh, you know, having beers after the game with him, yep. you know, he starts talking. I mean, it's just so fun to be around. Like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And like such a good ball player, too. such a good ball player. Yeah. yeah. I miss having him around actually, but yeah. understand as well. Yeah, no, it definitely, but, uh, man, him, yeah, like it was fun to throw to him because he knew the game so well. Yeah. And especially like later on with the Elks, like especially yeah. in 2010, after he had been like with team Canada and stuff, of course. how much more like, you know, throwing like, cause he knew everybody. Yeah. And, and he, he wasn't a guy that you shook off. I, I was, I was never allowed <laughs> no. to shake off anybody. I, I think Scope and I talked about that before too. I don't think Scope ever shook him no, off. No, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. He, he, he knows too many batters and yeah. he's seen too much. So yeah. why would you do that? He's a beauty. Absolutely. So, uh, Sandy, if you listen, get on this podcast, man. Come on. <laughs> Jamie, you still got a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, Randy, uh, it's been great. It's fun. Um, but we're going to go into our closing as well. So, listen, Randy, thanks. Oh, man. I'd like to thank. <laughs> <laughs> this is different. What do we do? Yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey. Thanks for everything you do. Thanks for being a good friend. Um, I appreciate your all your help with our league and... I wish that we were still playing ball kind of thing. It's also October and uh, keep up the, the good work with the podcast. Thanks for having me. I enjoy it. I wouldn't mind having supper sometimes. Like if I get here late and you, yeah. you've already eaten and I haven't, Sorry, you man. something down <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for always having a, a beer ready for me. Hey man, this is uh, I look forward to doing this all the time. Yeah, me I mean? too. Like, yeah. It's fun. Like uh, there was, uh, of course that point in the summer where I took the three week break and I yeah. definitely needed to do it because yeah. I was getting burnt out. Yeah. You know, well, we're just going so much ball and you were taking Hayden to freaking yeah. Port Hawkesbury for baseball, <laughs> four hour, three inning games or whatever six hour, it was. Six hour Jesus doubleheader. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot of, it, I shouldn't say it's a lot of work. It, it is kind of a lot of work, but I enjoy doing it. Of course. Like doing the research and everything. It, it's a lot of work, but I like doing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm anxious to, to keep going here and, and, uh, have some more guests on and, you know, absolutely. Keep doing it. Sounds good. So now we're done. Yeah. Are, are we going to end it and then go into our close or are we closing right now? We're closing right now. All right. Do you want to listen to some classified? What, what song should we listen to? <laughs> I don't know. I know. I'm the one who picks these every time. And I'm just like, <laughs> uh, let's go with a little grand slam. Okay. Sounds good. All right, man. Hope All you right. Cheers, brother. Later. Thanks. Now nah, we ain't slowing down. Pick it up, pick it up. Yeah, let's play a game. Call the monkey.
in the middle Married to the game, but I ain't scared to make a single This right here got you feeling like a nympho About the climax with your face all in the pillow It's a grand slam home run Early morning tee off, sick of the hole of one One for one, the underdog, but I'm winning it Club closed, but the ticket DJ keeps spinning it Oh, I can't stop this feeling that I come across Moonwalking on water like the sun of God Then I'm ghost, busters, who you gonna call? Feels like Christmas when I'm sipping on that rum and all It's a bonus on your paycheck It's when the wifey surprised you with day sex Yes, it's going on that first date It's taking her over dinner and she offers to pay That's a grand slam That's a grand slam Move the upfield way back I'm swinging for the fence That's a grand slam I got a couple of drinks Got weed and some money to yeah, spend That's a grand slam I'm feeling brand new Like no I can't lose That's a damn good day to me Said I'm feeling brand new Like no I can't lose That's a damn good day to me Grand slam And that's a damn good day to me Nah, we ain't slowing down, pick it up, pick yeah. it up, I'm yeah. that tall, skinny white dude, born and raised Out in Enfield is where I'm still living today Nah, I never went Hollywood, heaven forbid And a big up to my hometown for letting me live I'm feeling it and feeling energized Like I worked out and got some exercise It's that game-winning goal, it's getting home from work It's smelling your feet Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902 902- 499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again.